Okay, we'll get started. I'd like to welcome everyone to our Thursday Mindful Awareness Meditation. I'm Diana Winston. I'm the Director of Mindfulness Education at our Mindful Awareness Research Center. Nice to see all of you here. Anybody here for the first time? Okay, so more people who've been here in the past. We're here to practice mindfulness and other meditations that are related to mindfulness, which we'll be doing today. We're practicing the art of being in the present moment, not being lost in the past, not being lost in the future, but right here, right now. And we show up for this present moment with a kind of openness and curiosity and willingness to be with whatever life brings. So as we do this practice over time, we gain the skill of coming back into the moment. We focus on our breathing, our mind wanders off, we come back to our breathing, and we just keep doing it again and again. And over time, this trains our brains so that we begin to have more of a focus, especially for those of us who have difficulty focusing. The research shows that it does improve our attention, our capacity to pay attention, especially when other things are competing for attention. Last week, we were talking and we were practicing a little bit with the concept of equanimity. Equanimity is, the definition is even-mindedness or balance. It's about a mind that is non-reactive, no matter what's happening in the midst of life. So we may have all sorts of ups and downs, as everyone does. We could have incredible, joyful things happen. We can have very sorrowful things happen. But my equanimity is that capacity to have a mind that can be balanced, no matter what life brings. So that's why it's sometimes called non-reactivity. It's a beautiful quality of mind that we've all had taste of at points in our lives. Probably we've had moments where we would have expected ourselves to be really upset or triggered or angry, but instead we just meet whatever is happening with balance, with even-mindedness, without that sense of reactivity, maybe in the midst of even difficult circumstances. Have you had that experience? Have you? Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we can have that. And some of us have a lot of equanimity, and some of us are more challenged. It doesn't, it doesn't come so naturally. But the good news is it can be cultivated. So it can be cultivated through our meditation practice, and this is what we talked about some last time, that when we sit with whatever is happening in our body and mind, and we don't move, we don't get up, we don't react, we just learn to be with things, that quality of being with cultivates, it, it, it develops more because we're practicing it. We're practicing being present with whatever is happening, whether it's a memory or a worry or a concern or a body ache. We can be present, and in that way, we have this non-reactivity. Another way to cultivate equanimity is to deliberately uh, reflect on it and turn your attention in that way. So, so we do it quite naturally. So for instance, something difficult is happening in our life and we might just think, okay, I can get through this. This is equanimity. This is equanimity speaking. Or we might have a difficult circumstance and we think this too shall pass. A very famous saying, everything does pass, everything does change. And that quality, that the, the words invoke a feeling of being able to kind of surrender and let go and let it be. 
third way to cultivate equanimity is a deliberate practice, which we'll be doing in a little bit. It's using words that remind us of the, um, the qualities of equanimity. So words that we'll be using are things like, things are as they are. May I be with things as they are. And I'll be walking you through the practice after we do some mindfulness practice. Just to say it is not uh, apathy. Equanimity is not apathy. It's not disconnection. It's not denial. It's not checking out. Those kind of can things can look like equanimity, but actually they're not. Equanimity is a very fully engaged state. So when you feel, when you have equanimity, you're in your life. You're just not so knocked about by the waves of our lives. And then um, the other thing to say is equanimity doesn't mean not acting. It doesn't mean that we're just so patient and relaxed and open that people can do whatever they want to us or that we shouldn't work for change in the world because we can just accept things as they are. That's not what equanimity is about. One of my favorite quotes from the Zen master Suzuki Roshi is, things are perfect as they are and they could use a little improvement. <laughs> so with equanimity, we can learn to act from that place and then the improvement that we make in our life is centered in a place of not being so attached, much more open, spacious, relaxed, calm centered. So let's begin our practice today. You can settle back into a posture that's comfortable to you. So finding a posture where your body is upright, back upright, but not too rigid or tight. Feet on the floor. Some people sit cross-legged in their chairs, and that, of course, is fine. Or cross-legged on the floor. All of that is fine. But you just want a posture that supports you, where you can stay still the best you can for the next 20, 25 minutes. Hands resting where they're comfortable. Eyes closed, if that's comfortable to you. For some people, they don't like to meditate with their eyes closed, and that's fine. Just try not to look all around. Keep your eyes focused in one area, such as on the floor. And let's take a few deep breaths. As we take these deep breaths, see if you can invite in a quality of relaxation, of well-being. It may not happen automatically, but we're inviting it, turning our attention in that way. With each breath, letting go of stress, tension, that which is troubling you. And with each breath, coming more fully into the present moment. And we 
We can feel our bodies present on the chair. Notice what's obvious to you as you sense your body. There might be very obvious sensations, heaviness, movement, vibration. There may be physical pain. There might be areas of discomfort. There might be areas of comfort and ease. We're bringing our attention into the present moment, sensing what's here and what's true for us without a big agenda of trying to be a certain way or trying to make it different. We just see what's here. And you can scan your body if there are any areas of tension and you notice them. See if you can soften and relax. Let your hands be soft. Your stomach soft, your shoulders soft, and your face soft. Now begin to focus on your breathing. See if you can feel your breath in your body, the gentle rising and falling of your abdomen or chest. At this point, your breath should be natural, its own natural rhythm, breathing in and out through the nose. See if you can feel your breath as it moves in your body, rising, falling, expanding and contracting your abdomen or chest. Or maybe you feel the air as it moves through your nose the flow of sensations, tingling, temperature changes. Be present to your breath. Not trying to change the breath, but the breath as it is. You want to choose a spot, abdomen, chest, or nostrils to focus on. And this is the spot that will be your main home base or area of awareness. Trying to feel your breath, one breath at a time. One breath ends, the next breath begins. There may even be a gap or pause, you can notice that.
For those of you who find it challenging to use the breath as your home base, maybe you have a cold, or it makes you anxious, or some other reason, you can use the sounds as your home base, listening to the sounds as they come and go, the sounds in the room, In both cases, your mind will likely start to wander. You may begin to think of all sorts of things. And if this happens, you're not doing it wrong. This is normal. Notice your mind has wandered. And gently redirect your attention back to your breathing or the sounds. just keep doing that, mind wandering away, noticing it, coming back, again and again, again and again. When other things arise, maybe you feel sleepy, or there's a strong emotion, or a body sensation, or something else. If it's in the background, just let it be in the background. Stay with your main focus, your breath, or the sounds. But if it becomes very obvious, let go of your main focus. And notice this new thing that's happening for you. Feel it, sense it, notice it. When it no longer holds your attention, or stopped, just go back to your breath or the sounds. So we'll do this practice now in silence, and then in a little while we'll do the equanimity practice.
as you continue meditating, we'll shift to the equanimity practice. Notice how you're doing right now. You might notice if there is equanimity present or absent, if you can figure that out. Does your mind feel balanced, at ease, even-minded, or maybe not? And if it doesn't, that's okay. Just notice what's here. Now see if you can bring to mind a time when you had equanimity. A situation towards a person or even to some aspect of yourself. It doesn't have to be any big deal. They could have been really small. But maybe you handled something well with ease in the face of stress. Let yourself bring to mind something now. And now notice what it feels like inside your body. What qualities do you feel present? You may or may not be able to discern. You might feel strength, or peace, or spaciousness, or warmth, or alertness. And see what's present for you. And we'll use a few phrases to further invoke this feeling. Things are as they are. Or things were as they were. And you can repeat these words in your mind. I could be with things as they were. I could be with you as you were. I could be with myself as I was. And as you say these words, notice what happens to that feeling that you began to attune to before. Does it grow? Does it increase? Does it stay the same? Things are as they are and were as they were. I can handle things. So just noticing what's happening, letting the equanimity grow. If it's not, or if it's not present at all, just be with what is. Notice what's present. Now let yourself bring to mind a situation that you're dealing with where you haven't had the most equanimity. Don't pick the most challenging thing in your life. Something... You got frustrated while driving. You're anxious about something you read this morning. 
could be a person, a situation, or even an aspect of yourself. Let that come to mind now. And let's use some phrases and direct that towards this experience. Just in the spirit of curiosity, see what happens. Things are as they are. Things are as they are. May I be with things just as they are. Or may I accept things as they are. Or even, may I one day be with things as they are. Just notice what happens inside you as you say these words. You are as you are. You're doing the best you can. May I be with you as you are. I am as I am. May I accept myself just as I am. Some of these words will fit your situation. And just keep repeating right now whatever words are helpful to you to bring in some equanimity. I can handle this. This too shall pass. May I hold the ups and downs of life with equanimity. And now notice what's happening inside you. Notice if you're feeling equanimity. And if you are, really let it be here. Let yourself feel this. And if you're not or you're unsure, just let yourself be exactly where you are. You can't fail at this. I'm just curious. Be interested. And you might say, for whatever it is I'm feeling right now, may I hold this with kindness. May I hold this too with kindness. And take a last moment to connect to yourself, feeling your body present on the chair. We might wish may everyone everywhere, may we hold the ups and downs of life with equanimity. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. Thank you for your practice today. I just want to invite that quality of equanimity into your life. It's a funny word. We don't typically say it much in the English language, but that quality that we've been practicing, when things get hard, you can always say some of these phrases, things are as they are.
Can I be with things as they are, right? We can really work on it in the present moment, in whatever is happening in life. So our center, the Mindful Awareness Research Center, offers classes, programs, events, all sorts of things going on. Our next set of classes where we can learn the basics of mindfulness and more advanced and other things starts end of October, early November. So there are flyers on the right when you exit. I think they're updated. They hadn't been updated before. And I'll be in the hallway if you have any questions. All of these audios are podcasts. We're a little behind, but we put them up so you can always re-listen or tell people. And I think that's it. If you haven't seen the Tibetan sand mandala, go see it. It's really amazing. I think it's the last well, last few days or so of it. And Oh, next week, Michael Paracone will be here, and he'll be doing a meditation with me. He'll be playing Tibetan singing bowls in a, in a kind of music meditation, and it's a lot of fun. So come. I'm thinking it may be crowded, so come early, maybe. Okay. Have a great week.